The Blacks and Whites Network proudly presents Katherine Raker of Let's Just Talk. Hi, this is Katherine Raker of Let's Just Talk. In 2022, it is estimated that 14,100 individuals in the United States will be diagnosed and 4,280 will be die as a result of cervical cancer. A program called See Me was created in partnership by Segan and Jenab to not only give representation to the diverse women who make up the cervical cancer community, but to also share stories that foster deeper connections and empower women in their care. One of the women joining us today to discuss her story is Aisha. Aisha, is that how you pronounce it? it yep, it's Aisha. Mm-hmm. Asia, who is a single mom who was diagnosed with cervical cancer at age 32. I want to welcome you to our show today. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm well. How about yourself? I'm fine. There's a lot of, you know, the, the funny thing is, is that there's a lot of people that I know and I'm close to that did uh, the same thing that you did and mm-hmm. being a single mom and some of these people had cancer, you know, maybe not mm-hmm. cer- cervical cancer, but had cancer and made it through. So thank you for what you're doing, your mission to start off with, okay? Yes, thank so, you. You're welcome. Isha, you were just 32 when you found out you had cervical cancer. What do you know now that you wish you had known at the time of your diagnosis? Yeah, um, so like you mentioned, I'm a single mother. I have three kids. Uh, They're back-to-back in ages. Um, And so as a busy single mother, it's easy to put your needs outside of your loved ones and and put them first. And um, I learned quickly how important it was to advocate for yourself. Um, It took me a few trips going to the doctor to find out exactly what was going on. Um, and, and which ultimately led to my diagnosis, but I learned how important it was to be diligent and keep following up when you feel like something is off with your body. Um, and so that was, that was probably the biggest thing that I learned. Um, and then as I navigated my diagnosis, learning more about resources and support out there for people navigating this diagnosis as well. What advice do you have for other women going through their own cancer diagnosis? So getting a diagnosis is obviously hard. Um, And while it might have felt like the worst time in my life, um, I learned how, you know, Quickly, quickly things started to shift once I started feeling more positive about things. And, and you know, I definitely allowed myself the time to process what was going on. But once I shifted into, you know, just affirming that I was going to be okay and that everything was going to work out, I started to just feel better overall. Um, you know, I life had to keep going. I had to keep attending my kids' events and I had to keep taking care of them and I had to to 
do all the things. And so by kind of being positive for them, um, I inadvertently just felt better overall, kind of like faking it till I made it. So just, you know, trusting the process and just trying to, you know, create the most positive mindset can really, can really make a huge difference. And um, just, but also listening to your body and, you know, how important it is to, to really talk about what you're going through um, so other people can, can be inspired and be encouraged to, to go get their screenings and go to the doctor and, and, and you know, have these com- important conversations. Well, you know, I went through something similar, but I didn't have cancer, thank God. And mm-hmm. I had three little kids, and I was yeah. driving a school bus, and something <laughs> felt bad. Yeah, something felt bad. And I went to the doctor and found out that I had, they thought I had ovarian cancer. And oh, so yeah. it took them 10 days back then to tell me that I didn't have it. I love that. So, thank you for sharing Oh no, I don't mind sharing. I I want to share because I want you, I want women to understand how important it is to find out if there's anything going on. And I just Absolutely. lost a really I just lost a really good friend to vulva cancer. Oh. She just passed oh. away. And so I'm it was really sorry. hard for me. So why is it important? And this is what we're just talking about for women yeah. to see stories from other women who may be at risk for or have already been diagnosed with cervical cancer. Yeah, so, I mean, initially, I wasn't really planning on sharing my story. Honestly, a, a friend had started a um, fundraiser for me to, to help raise money, and, it, you know, at, at, at the time, I was, I was not extremely happy about it, but then I started getting messages from people that I didn't even know um, and they were impacted by my story and they started sharing their stories of what they were going through or what their loved ones were going through. And it's almost like it kind of just gave me permission to connect and, and, and to, to speak on it and then, you know, talk to other people and, and inspire people. And, and that, um, was, was huge for me, um, and, you know, with HPV being, you know, so unfairly stigmatized, like, it's really important to share with others how many people it affects. And the more we do that, we can normalize the conversation and build a community and, and shed light on this disease and, and let people know that they don't have to be alone in their fight. Um, you know, that was... It was it was huge for me. I um, I was able to connect with so many people that either had my cancer or different cancers, and you know, just being seen and understood um, ended up being a huge part of my healing journey. Right, and and I think that's so important that you had people around you for a support system. And you know, I was away from all of my relatives and everything when it happened to me, but I had mm-hmm. lots of friends and a wonderful new husband that was going to help me get through it. So what else can you tell our audience about See Me and where can they go for more information because they really need to go up and look at the stories on YouTube as well because then they'll feel more comfortable, right? 
Yes, absolutely. Um, so um, See Me is um, a, a partnership with Season and Gen Mab, and, and the whole goal is to help empower women and share cervical cancer stories um, so we can amplify our voices. Um, you know, cervical cancer is not um, a highly discussed cancer. And so by us talking about it, like I said before, just really helps other people feel more comfortable and help them feel seen and understood and, you know, to, to see us as human beings and, and therefore, you know, normalize the conversations. Um, there's a few of us who've shared our stories on the YouTube channel. Um, and that's where you can go to, to see all of our stories. It's C-E-M-E um, at YouTube. Um, and uh, I think that it's really beautiful how we've been able to have an open dialogue and, and discuss our stories so we can impact others on a you know, broad way. journey. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you for being brave enough to come forward and to take that wonderful position that you have as Cervical Cancer Program Coordinator at Share Care Support. Thank you so much. I'd love to have you on again. It was wonderful, and I got to share my story. So, yes, you know, thank you so much. You're welcome, and and you have a wonderful, blessed weekend. And thank you so much for joining us today mm-hmm. on Catherine Raker's Let's Just Talk. Don't forget to go to our website at letsjusttalk.com, where your story is going to be everywhere. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. You're listening to Let's Just Talk with Catherine Riker. Every now and again, we get a great book to read. But how about having three great books at the same time by the same author? This is what we have in the Master Storytellers Bundle with Sad Eyes, which is a story of an unlikely hero, a woman who rose to the occasion during World War II and finding the love of her life. Also, the bundle has two historical volumes of Abraham Lincoln, the second assassin. Just when you thought you'd heard everything, read everything, knew everything, you have no idea how this one is going to end. Now available at hollismedia.net. For your convenience, buy now, pay later. Use the Afterpay system. That's at hollismedia.net. That's hollismedia.net. This is a great gift for reading enthusiasts. Check it out at hollismedia.net and click on the bundle. We're back. You're listening to Let's Just Talk with Katherine Riker. Hi, this is Katherine Riker. Our guest tonight is, I'm so honored to have, his name is Clay Karp. He is the father of five kids, the organizer, MC, and the host of the General Flynn Reawaken America Tour, or www.timetofreeamerica.com. The former U.S. SBA Entrepreneur of the Year for the state of Oklahoma, the founder of several multi-million dollar companies, and the host of Thrive Time Show podcast, which has been number one overall on the iTunes business podcast chart six times. Clay Clark is a member of the Forbes Business Coach Council, an Amazon best-selling author, and the host of the Thrive Time Show podcast, which has hit number one, like I said, on the iTunes charts. 
And Clay is also the, we already said this, but we'll say it again, the co-founder of five children and the proud owner of thousands of trees, dozens of chickens and 13 cats. What about your wife? <laughs> you don't say a word about her. <laughs> oh, she's incredible. She's I know incredible she, has to be. she has to be. Actually, Clay, you're constantly on, are you constantly on the road? Well, uh, what I do is uh, right now I do one Reawaken America tour about every two months with General Flynn and Eric Trump, and that's what I do now. But previous to that, um, I never went anywhere um, after I sold my entertainment company because we used to do 4,000 events a year, which was 80 events every weekend. And so I, um, after selling that entertainment company, I decided that I wanted to uh, not travel. So between the ages of 27 and about the ages of 39, I did not travel very much at all. Okay, well, I've actually lived on four continents and moved like 32 times. Really? And uh, Yeah. I am so glad the election is almost here, actually. So everybody, everybody's a pundit. Everybody wants to say what's going to happen. The mm -hmm. thing that I want to talk about is are we watching, Clay, this time? Are we really watching? Well, you know, I would say this. Um, I am somebody who is, uh, I, I don't like to make predictions because I, I, I'm just a fact guy. And I can say that we know as a fact, nine out of 10 people have stopped watching CNN. We know that as a fact. That's um, right. We know that according to Gallup, for the first time since 2001, more people identify as a conservative than a, a Democrat. We, we know that. Uh, mm -hmm. We know that people like Joe Rogan, who have prided themselves on being objective, have told people out loud on their programs, that's the most popular podcast in the world, Joe Rogan. He's told people the only solution to all these problems is to vote conservative. So we, these are things that we know to be true. We know right. that no one visually shows up at Biden rallies <laughs> and everybody shows up at Trump rallies. So we have we have those optics for us. But what we need is for people to show up. And I just would encourage everybody out there, um, if you think we're in the lead, go vote. If you think we're behind, go vote. But go vote. And because you're not a Democrat, you can't vote twice. Well, you know, I was invited to the Matter of Truth with uh, my friend, Mike Lindell, and I got to meet people from every single state hmm. that were actually grassroots, Clay, that did the integrity, uh, really cared. The person that I think is going to be, and I think President Trump feels the same way, is Wisconsin. And I'll tell you what, Wisconsin has really done their homework. Hmm. Would you agree? I do. I believe that what's happening is all across America, whether it's in Wisconsin or, or Michigan or um, I, mean, I was just I was just in Pennsylvania for the Reawaken America tour. I can speak to that with a great detail. There are a multiple of 10 to 20 times to 50 times more poll watchers than there were in the previous election. So there's, you know, in Pennsylvania, I had people come up to me who were very involved in Pennsylvania politics. And I was hearing numbers where they were, these are very credible people. They're not, you know, panic talking or exaggerating, very calm, very measured people. And they were telling me, hey, listen, we have 10 times more poll watchers than we ever, ever have ever had in this particular county. Or in this county, we have 50 times more poll watchers. Or So you're hearing those kinds of things. And those are encouraging things. But I just want to encourage everybody to go out there and vote and wake up your family and friends because we need every single vote out there. We, we really do because the agenda of the Great Reset of Klaus Schwab and Joe Biden, et cetera, is uh, an anti-American, anti-freedom agenda. And if you want to save our freedoms, you got to get involved. You definitely do. And I think that I, you know, since I've been to a lot of these different events around the country, and now I'm going to the big, really big one, 
Um, I think that people are very patriotic. They really want to change our country and bring it back to where it was during Trump's time. And economically, we need to be there. I mean, we don't want to live under communism, Clay. No way. No I don't way. think people understand what that looks like, but I, I had one little sound clip where I wanted to just explain to you kind of how, how it would sound. Uh, this was Tucker Carlson on October 27th. He said this out loud. I'm going to be able to listen to this audio here. On this is Tucker Carlson. This country is about to run out of diesel fuel. According to data from the Energy Information Administration, by the Monday of Thanksgiving week, that's 25 days from now, there will be more, no more diesel. So what's going to happen then? Well, everything will stop. That means trucks and trains and barges all unable to move. Farm equipment will shut down. There'll be no deliveries because there'll be no trucks. There'll be no diesel generators. And then inevitably our economy will crash. So again, people always ask, well, you know, communist, uh, let's say the USSR or communist China, why do the dictators always have fuel? And why do the people that are under the dictators not have fuel? It's because the dictators control the ways and means of the economy. And right. so anytime you have Stalin, Mao, Hitler, any communist leader, you begin to see a shortage of toilet paper, gasoline, et cetera. And you're seeing it in America right now. We're, we're projected to be out of fuel on the Monday before Thanksgiving at our current pace. It's unbelievable. It's, our, it's really unbelievable that we sold our oil out of our reserves to China. Correct. And, you know, people say, uh, is Joe Biden um, uneducated? Is he is he confused? Is he? Well, what happened is Joe Biden was the keynote speaker at Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum. So anybody can go to YouTube tonight and just type in uh, go to YouTube and type in World Economic Forum 2016. Shockingly, it's not uh, censored. And uh, I want people to listen to this just briefly. This is Joe Biden speaking at the World Economic Forum in 2016. And I have to say, this is Klaus Schwab speaking. In my memory, you were one of the most engaged and hardest working participants here at the annual meeting. I, I watched. Now, he's speaking now. I'm going to skip ahead. This is Joe Biden speaking now. And he's talking about implementing the Great Reset, which is also known as the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And for anybody out there that doesn't know, the Great Reset, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, or the Green New Deal, they're all the same thing. And this is Joe Biden speaking in 2016 at the World Economic Forum. Dr. Schwab, I'm flattered you'd ask me to keynote. Uh, there's an expression in my old neighborhood back in the United States. This may be above my pay grade. It's not above yours, though. You've written extensively on the topic that you've asked me to speak to. Mastering the fourth industrial revolution. Uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you. If you take a genetic editing, right. uh, just as an example, it's you who exactly. are changed. Yeah. And of yeah. course, this has a big impact on yeah. your identity. Yeah. So, I mean, this is their plan. They say they state their plan out loud. And I just don't think that the vast majority of people understand the nefariousness of the World Economic Forum and of Klaus Schwab and of the agenda that they're putting forth. And if people did understand that, I think you would see a lot more people get out and vote and get involved even more so than we're seeing now. And so what I'm trying to do right now with the Reawaken America Tour and why I'm, you know, appreciate you carving out time to allow me to be here with you today is I'm trying to wake people up to the actual agenda of the Great Reset without filter, without compromise, and without, if, without with, with, if, if possible, with just them in their own words, because these people say out loud their plan. Oh, yeah, they do. And, you know, and the other thing that really amazes me 
is how George Soros, I'm going to say it, George Soros is allowed to do what he's doing. I mean, he's not allowed to be in Hungary. He, and you know, and I've talked to a lot of my Jewish friends, right? And I said, do you really know where he made all of his money and why he's doing what he's doing in mm. our in our political spectrum? Mm. They really don't know. And I, it's sad. And so, I, think, I think what I, happens too is if you're Jewish, so I'm not Jewish, but let me just explain this. Um, I'm a, a white guy who's the parents, you know, half German, half Swiss, whatever. All I'm yeah. saying is um, that's not a religion. That's an yeah. origin of nationality or ancestry right. based upon. So the way I look at it is there's the human race, the human uh-huh. race, which would be all different shades of the human race. And then there's different ancestry. And people, what happens is they give a lot of times people a hall pass because of the ancestry. And they confuse it. And they say, oh, they're Jewish. Therefore, they must be a practicing Jewish person who loves God. Right. And so what's happening is, is people like uh, George Soros, they throw out Anytime someone questions their intentions, they throw out that you must be anti-Semitic. And so you have people like you've all know Harari, who is a, a disgusting human who happens to be the top advisor for Klaus Schwab. And please understand, Klaus Schwab's father was a Nazi. OK, he was praised by Adolf Hitler and he's working directly with a guy of Jewish ancestry. But at the end of the day, both of these guys are into depopulation. That's what they do. And one happens to be Jewish. That'd be you've all know Harari. And one happens to not be that'd be Klaus Schwab. But they both have the same depopulation agenda. Right. And he does, too. And so what George Soros did during Nazi Germany is he became rich on all of the artwork and everything else that the people that went through the Holocaust lost during that time. So what he's not even allowed to be back in Hungary ever again. And that's where he's from originally. But if you really know the history of all these different players, right, then you get it. Right, Clay? You are correct. You are correct. And I just think if everybody would, would wake up to that agenda, uh, when you discover that George Soros made a significant amount of money by selling, think about this. He made money by selling valuables from people that were taken to concentration camps and separated right. from those valuables. I mean, this is the most despicable uh, human on the planet. And he's actually, I watched a 60 minute interview with him where he jokes about, he jokes, when asked about the Holocaust, he giggles. And says, when he's asked, what did you learn about the, what did you learn from the Holocaust? He giggles and says, uh, people should have planned better. That was what his summary is. Now, I want people to know that you've all know Harari did an interview recently where a young lady asks him a question. And I don't think she was ready for the answer. And I don't think your listeners are probably ready for the answer. I know that I'm not ready for the answer. But they ask, she asked him, well, what does is, what is the Great Reset do? At the end of the day, what is it all about? He said this out loud. Listen to this. Uh, you have a small elite that um, pushes things in its own interests, even if it doesn't benefit the vast majority of the population. This has happened so many times previously in history, and it's probably going to happen again. Um, the, one of the biggest dangers to the planet today is this technological utopia, because probably for the elite, it will work. If bad comes to worse, then when the flood comes, the scientists will build a Noah's Ark for the elite, leaving the rest to drown, the rest of the people and then the rest of the, of the ecosystem. But they are likely to be able to construct this technological Noah's Ark, which is probably what much of the elite is, is counting on. 
He said it out loud. He's talking about depopulation. They're not hiding it. And if it wasn't for great shows like yours, people just would not know what's going on. And again, that's that's why General Flynn, Eric Trump, Cash Patel, that's why they do the Reawaken America tour. And, and if, you, if you're out there today, and I'm not attacking anybody uh, who has an event that's profitable, that makes money, it's totally fine. I'm just saying for our events, why, I, why we let people name their price, you can just pay whatever you want. I tell people, it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars to put on these events, and I don't take any income or salary from the Reawaken America tour. But you can pay whatever price you want to pay. Because I grew up poor, and I can tell you, a lot of times the, the, the poor, the impoverished are kept ignorant of current events because they're not allowed to buy the ticket they can't get in they can't whatever so we have people that pay 25 dollars to come to the reawaken america tour we have people that pay 250 dollars. and all i can say is that we want to wake up america with a great intensity a great passion and with an unapologetic voice of the patriot people that believe in prayer people that love their faith and their freedom and if you go to time to freeamerica.com today you'll see the speakers we have 72 speakers per event on average it's a two-day event Doors open up at 6 a.m. We start at 8 a.m. and we go nonstop till 8 p.m. And I'm telling you, you can name your price. So I just encourage everybody. We've got just under 20 tickets remaining for Branson. I think it's 18 tickets are remaining for Branson. Right before I hopped in the studio here, there's 18 tickets remaining for that event this uh, uh, Friday and Saturday in Branson, November 4th and 5th. And then we go to uh, Nashville in January at Pastor Greg Locke's church. And that that thing is going to be powerful, a massive event. Again, you can always name your price at timetofreeamerica.com. I'd love to come to one of your events. and. With our shows, I'd love to be there. Hey, I, I'm telling you this on the air, and I'll tell you this off air. Uh, a, I'll get you a backstage pass so you can come backstage and meet all the speakers, many of which you already know. B, I'll get you a media pass so that you can interview anybody you want. And C, I'd be honored to have you. Well, thank you so much. You really, you know, I'm so proud of you and what you've accomplished and what you're doing for America. You know, after living overseas and in some countries that were not free, it's a real eye awakening to everyone. Um, and I remember one time, and I'm not gonna name the country, but I was asked for my passport and they wanted me to give it to them. And they looked like they were policemen, but guess what? I had it locked in a safe in the hotel room. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't have it. I don't know what they would have done with us, put us in the car and taken us away, who knows? So, you know, I, I really believe that people need to understand what's happening globally, what's happening in your neighborhood. I'm really proud, Clay, of all of the mothers and fathers that have st stood up for their children's education and uh, the situation with gender and everything else that's going on in this country. I cannot believe what I'm hearing. I mean, I, it's really hard for me to comprehend. Uh, what's happening here in this country, but I can understand it because people like you and, and like Eric Trump and, and everyone else that's out there and, and General Flynn, and I was very excited about talking to General Flynn. I think he's excellent. Excellent. Yep. These people really care. Well, I can say this too. If you, if you sit down and have some time to spend with uh, Eric Trump, Super humble, super kind, super kind, wants to save America. You sit down and talk to Mike Lindell, super kind, super humble, wants to save America. You talk to Simone Gold, you talk to Judy Mikovits, you talk to Jim Brewer, the comedian, you talk to Sean Foyt. Everybody's on mission 
and everybody, I mean, everybody, all the people on the tour, all these people, um, and many of them are household names backstage. All of them are talking about, you know, what can we do to get the message out? How can we save America? How can we get more people to vote? What can we do? There's, there's no time for divaness. It's mission over ego. We don't have any time for divas. It's mission over ego. We never really did have time for divas in America, but I just want to make sure people understand this in the Bible. It talks about how pride comes before the fall. Mm-hmm. That's something I always have to check myself. We all have to check ourselves on because the Reawaken America Tour is not about me. It's not even about we. I believe it's about he. It's about God. And we have certain God-given rights only because our Lord and Savior has given those rights to us. And we've got to have the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 9.10 says, for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. We've got to have a fear of the Lord, and we've got to go out there and unapologetically share the truth and to save this nation. And the our founding fathers did it. Founding men and women who made this country great, they fought. They wanted them lost their lives fighting for this country and for our freedoms, and we can't give it away. Give your website out and your podcast and your announcement of your next. And when are you going to come to Cincinnati, Ohio? You know, we had one in Ohio, and I know that General Flynn and I have talked a lot behind the scenes. We are going to go to Nashville in January. We'll be okay. going to Trump Doral uh, in the summer. Mm-hmm. Vegas, somewhere in Vegas in the fall, and I, uh, somewhere northeast, I believe. We're trying to hit different parts of the country, and General Flynn um, tells me where he wants to go, and then I make it happen. Okay, so give us your website. Yeah, the website is time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Catherine. Thank you so much, and don't forget to go to our website at letsjusttalk.com and katherinerakersworld.com, and please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Catherine Raker YouTube. Really important. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Catherine Ricker's Let's Just Talk on the Blacks and Whites Network.